All right, and welcome to another episode of Sports Biz from an agent's perspective. All right, episode number 34. And uh, yeah, we've got an exciting episode for you guys um, today. We actually got a guest that's coming on on the second segment. Um, but before I get on that, um, I just like to, you know, to give a shout out to our affiliate, Nintendo Switch Gaming Console. Probably the biggest gaming console to ever come out of Japan. Um, yeah, man, what can I say about Nintendo? You know, I've been playing this gaming console for about three years now. Um, and, oh man, I can tell you, it's one of the most entertaining, you know, gaming consoles because of the fact that it has games built inside of it, all right? So it's not one of those consoles where you got to buy the console and then additionally buy games. It comes with games that are already built inside. And um, I don't know about you guys, but I'm a 90s kid, all right? So games like Mario, you know, that stuff was life to me um, back in the 90s and early O's. So, yeah, so there's, you can play Mario Brothers, um, there's games like Animal Crossing, there's Smash Brothers, and then there's obviously probably one of the biggest games right now in eSports, uh, Fortnite, that you can also play on the Nintendo Switch, okay? And um, again, being a sports agent means I have to go visit teams, you know, speak to GMs and visit front offices. So that requires a lot of travel, you know, in and around Tokyo. And sometimes out on the outskirts of Tokyo as well. You know, and when I'm traveling, you know, there's only so much reading and only so much social media I can do on my mobile phone. So most of the times, I just like getting on the Nintendo and just, yeah, man, just playing the games. Um, so it's definitely an entertaining and very convenient uh, gaming console. You know, it's portable, so you don't have to worry about having to sit down at home to play it. You can pretty much play it anywhere you like okay and the best place to access this is actually on amazon amazon is the best intermediary to get your own nintendo switch and i mean if you're interested in getting it um if you're a gamer like me if you like playing games then i'll definitely drop the link on the description of the podcast okay all right so as i said Episode number 34, man, we're talking professional athletes, entertainers, and financial planning. The guest I've brought onto the show is a certified financial planner. Um, she's a seasoned vet in the game. So, yeah, all the knowledge that's about to be dropped on you, um, you know, get your popcorn ready, sit down, and pay attention. All right, so I'll see you guys after the break, where we will begin our um, I don't want to say interview, conversation with um, Certified Financial Planner. All right, see you guys in a bit. All right, and welcome back. Hope you guys didn't go anywhere. Um, you're still checking out and listening to Sports Biz from an agent's perspective um, with your host, Zila, a.k.a. Chester Mbekela. Right. And before and as I said before the break that um, today we're going to be joined by a certified financial planner. So we're going to introduce uh, Mrs. Olwe Tumasanabo, definitely um, one of the best in uh, the industry, um, a lady seasoned professional, a um, lot of knowledge. All right. So um, I hope everyone's here listening. And yeah, let's 
give her a, a chance to tell us a little bit about herself and her journey within the industry of um, financial planning. All right. Mrs. Masanabo, please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you. Uh, okay, my name is Oluetu Masanabo, and I am a certified financial planner professional, mm-hmm. uh, um, and I'm I'm a professional with the Financial Planning Institute, mm-hmm. uh, which is the FPI. Um, of Southern Africa. So the FPI is an affiliate of the FPSB, which is the Financial Planning um, Standards Board, which Mm. is situated in the USA. Okay. So ours, the the FPI is then an affiliate of that and it looks after Southern Africa. Okay, okay. And they are the only... um, only organization which is accredited to to offer the CFP professional mm. designation. Okay. Okay. Yes. All right. Okay, Manan. That's yeah. That, you're a heavy hitter. That's for sure. <laughs> so, yeah. No, I'm glad I got you for this because you know um, I've been thinking about you know uh, doing like a, a finance episode, but I was like, I'm not a licensed professional. So who the hell am I to? you know, to be talking finance. So again, you know, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, I'm sure if anyone, you know, who gets to listen to this is going to walk away with a lot of knowledge. All right. Thank you for having me as your, as your guest. All right. All right. All right. Like I said, nepotism. <laughs> all right. Uh, okay. Um, okay. Next question. Um, so your inspiration. Um, okay. Not before about your inspiration. Could you tell us your journey in studying um, finance? Because, you know, as I recall, entering into university, your path in the beginning was accounting. Yeah. And then, you know, so how did you end up? Like, when did you know that, okay, this is the path? So I think like most of, 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 of the people that were in my generation at the time, mm. I entered university um, wanting to be a chartered accountant. Okay. okay. Uh, and because I enjoyed accounting, I enjoyed, I just enjoyed numbers, I mm, guess. Mm, so mm. I then entered university and, um, and I had registered for a BCom in accounting sciences, okay. which was the path of, of, of the CA route. But by the time I got to the second year, mm. I realized that it was not for me purely because there were certain subjects which mm. I did not enjoy. Mm, mm, mm. So I went and I um, I changed my major. I changed my degree, basically, okay. to, to a financial management mm, degree mm, rather okay. than an accounting sciences degree. Okay. So I then completed a degree in that financial management. I went and I did an honors in the financial management. Mm, mm. And at the time, I was unsure what to do with the, um, with the degree. Mm, mm. So I was quite unsure because now I'd been taken off the track of the CA route. So I was now unsure what it is that I wanted to do. And landing in, in, in personal finance mm. was, was a divine mistake, if I can put it like that. Why? Because, why, why you say that? Because, because the job that I had applied for, I thought it was something else. 
Oh, okay. okay. And it ended up being something completely different, which was a financial planner. Okay. In um in the financial services industry. But as soon as I ended I I fell in love okay. with it purely because it's such a fulfilling, it's such a fulfilling industry. All the work mm. that is done is is so fulfilling. It is stuff that you, you actually see the impact mm. on the people mm. that you help. Yeah. So it, it was actually so fulfilling. And I think that's what made me fall in love with it. Mm. Mm. Mainly. So so in essence, I can actually say it found me rather yeah. than me finding yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> it found me. And that was about 12 years ago. And he's in vet straight up in this industry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, and yeah. So after that, I then, um, I did, I, I, I did a postgrad diploma in financial planning mm-hmm. with the University of the Free State, mm-hmm. and after which I then applied for the designation. Okay. I then applied for the CFP designation, and I've been a CFP, um, CFP professional since 2013. Since 2013, yes. Yeah, since 2013. Yes. So, yeah, and I've I've just been having so much fun in this industry. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what, like, what would you say for you um, is the part that really excites you the most about the industry? Because, you know, with the world of finance and financial planning, you know, there are so many avenues um, that uh, one could get into, you know, um, when on the grind. So which part is the one that really excites you within this industry? You know, it's the part about people's lives becoming better. Okay. Purely because of um, of a, a design mm. to actually do financial planning. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's almost a deliberate effort mm. to, to achieve your financial goals and to, to make sure that you have sufficient resources exactly. to do all the things that you want to do in life. Exactly, exactly. Mm. So I think that's the part that really gets me every time. Okay, all right. No, that's good. That's good. Okay, and then, um, so now we're just going to overlap into, you know, talk a little bit sports. Um, you know, I'm just going to ask your opinion, you know, um, like okay. I said, you know, based on what you, you've observed and what you constantly observe. Um, because, I mean, we've seen the story so many times, you know, the cycle of professional athletes and entertainers going broke. So what's, what's your take on it? Like, why, why do you think, um, like, what's your opinion on why these professional athletes or entertainers go broke? Predominantly, because, um, you, know, you know, because this is a sports podcast and I am a soccer agent. I wanted to actually touch on soccer players in South Africa because they seem to always be in the media for such cases. Like, what's your opinion on it? So, you, you know, the thing that gets in the way a lot of the time mm. is lifestyle. Mm. Mm. So, mm. And, and also bearing in mind that money management is not a, it's not a skill that anybody's born with. Mm. We're not born with that skill. It's not intuitive. It's actually a learned skill. So you need to learn. Yeah, you need to learn how to to manage money. And you need to learn how money works, basically, Mm -hmm. and all of the other um, financial financial aspects 
Mm. You need you need to learn all of that. It's not something that just comes naturally to you. Okay. So, and I think the biggest problem is that generally our education system mm. doesn't it, it doesn't teach us the skills <laughs> yeah. that we need. Yeah, it honestly <laughs> doesn't teach us that. Yes. Schools don't focus on financial literacy. True. Um, universities don't focus on financial literacy so there is this big misconception that if you are educated then you immediately know how to manage money which is false Mm, but mm, now back back back, so back to the back to the athletes Mm. um so if 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 you think about it a lot of the 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 south african um soccer players yeah a lot of them come from a lot of them aren't educated beyond secondary school beyond high school most of them yes 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 yeah a lot of them aren't educated beyond that um and also what happens is the big jump that happens in their earning in their earnings that happens when they start playing professional soccer mm, mm. it's a huge jump so maybe before they were probably earning let's say about 5000 rands a month and then it or, or jumps tremendously none. or some earning none like they literally oh, some earning from, none. Yeah, yes, some up until from the, like zero to literally like forty to 50, literally over a yeah. hundred thousand a month. Exactly. Mm, mm. So immediately, right there, you 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 can see that the jump is too big, and f- a lot of the time, perhaps the comprehension of mm-hmm. the income is 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 just simply not there. Also, because remember, our financial behavior is influenced by our relationship with money. That's true. That's so true. the relationship with money is then what creates your your financial behavior. You behave based you behave financially based on a relationship that you currently have with money. So if you grew up with with money being in lack, mm, mm. there's a high chance that you could you 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 could hog onto the money because you're afraid of going to lack. Of losing it, yeah. but, Yes. yes, but then there's also the high chance of you actually not comprehending when this money comes to an end mm. and thinking that it goes on and on and on and on forever. Yep, 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 yep. yep. So, and I mean, we've seen a lot of we've seen a lot of um, soccer players who have shown up on I blew it. Yeah, <laughs> and we've heard a lot of stories about soccer players who, um, at the end of it all, are now living in back rooms sure no no you, you know um cheaper massing like 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 for instance i'll just make an example quickly and this was a story i read a couple of years ago um so philip philemon massing that dude he's part of that 96 class of you know yeah. football players like you lucas with all lucas Hatte, yeah yeah you know dr kumal and stuff and i remember was, remember that you remember the tkz song mentioned them mm. The, the yeah. Teachers, yeah, they gave them, uh, you know, a shout out. Literally, shout out. He, so he played most of his career in Italy. Yeah? yeah. And I read a couple of years ago that since retiring, he's living in a back room at his aunt's place. Yeah, you see, this that's is a just... guy who played close to 12, 12 years in Italy, in Europe, basically. And you, you see, that just stop. breaks my heart. You're, that just breaks my heart because it didn't, it didn't have to end up there. It, it, honestly, it honestly didn't have to end up there. Didn't. And and we find that I, I remember seeing a journal 
which um, some, somebody had done some research with mm. actually regards to um, soccer players in South Africa. And generally, the findings were that with professional soccer players, they, they go broke on average two years after they retire from soccer. Mm, that is true. And when that you think true. about it, soccer players retire relatively young. Mm, 31. They don't really retire at the age mostly. of 65. Yeah, mm. they don't retire mm. at the age of 65 like a person who's not playing sport does. Mm. They retire in their early 30s. Yep. So they still have a long life to live. Plenty of years, dude. And then... They have a long life to live after that. And if they go broke two years after that, they're still in their 30s. Mm, mm, mm. What then? Like, wh what then do they do for the rest of their lives? And then you find that they then go and work at a restaurant or something. That's just sad. Because yeah, these people or, or come from just, earning yeah, millions. Some, yeah, or some just disappear. Like, they really, they do their best to literally keep a low profile because... They don't want the, oh, look at him now type of... They don't want the shame. Mm, mm, they they don't want the shame that, that comes with them having lost all of their money. And it all could have been avoided. It all could have been avoided. If people just do deliberate financial planning mm, to mm. plan for, for after the time mm, when they finish mm. playing, because, because the, the, the soccer career is, is a relatively short career, you must have a second or even a third career plan. That's true. That's true. That's true. And in order for you to, to and, and I mean, they could go into business, they could go into whatever, but in order for them to go into business, they are going to need capital. Yes. To go into that business. Yes. They are going to, they're going to need money. So mm -hmm. if they can put money aside and if they will be able, if they could be able to just manage their money, better while they're still playing so mm -hmm. that they have large reserves at mm. the time when they stop playing i think they could, it could be a completely different story that's that is true. told for that's for for south african soccer players that's true i believe that too now and you know the, another thing that i've also noticed when i'm mrs masana is that um you know a lot of the blame and i i sometimes and i think it's because maybe i'm an agent so i i tend to get a, a bit sensitive about it the fact that all the blame is always cast on agents. While, yes, agents do bear some of the responsibility, but people do forget sports agents are not financial managers. They're not financial um, advisors, you know. But They're not. Yeah, but uh, where I do take responsibility on behalf of agents is that, obviously, um, you know, signing a young kid, you have to be on his case about going to see a financial advisor, you know. Because this is what one, because um, this one agent I, I always follow, Rich Paul, he was saying yeah. that um, in his Clutch Academy thing, so he has like all the guys that are going to get drafted into the pros, he sort of takes them through sort of like a seminar where he yeah. educates them about, you know, what's to come. Because literally by them entering the pro stages, their lives are never going to be the same. You know, yeah, and so, that is true. You know, so he takes them through that seminar and he literally says to them that, listen, you're 18, 19, 20 years old now. And, you know, that big man, that big check coming in, it feels good. I know you feel like you're the king of the world. And, you know, going back to what you said, you feel like it's going to last forever. But mm. he says, but you guys forget one thing, you know, it all, I will call, you know, people aren't lying when they say that, you know, time flies when you're having fun. Because you mm. literally, and it's 10 years later, 
<laughs> you mm. know, and you now absolutely decline. You know, and um, so he was basically saying that from a young age, from when you get into the probes, you have to be visiting financial advisors. He's like, I'll even make the calls and get people to come and pitch to you. He's like, I don't want to handle your money. I want you to learn how to do it at this age so that when you come to the end of your career, you're not going to be saying, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here because of Rich Paul. You know, he'll be like, I absolutely in making sure that you get the necessary information, you know. So I was like, that really is something that, um, you know, could be on, that should be on the table. That's coming from us agents is that you, you put the information into this guy's head. Don't tell him once, you know, be on his case, you know. So, you know what I would, I would recommend. So absolutely agree with, 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 with Rich Paul's um, approach. Absolutely mm. agree with it. Mm. But I would even say, you, you know what, um, partner up with a reputable um, CFP professional who, mm. who, who is running mm. a financial mm. advisor. Mm. So as the agent, have the person that you call in to come and, 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 and talk to your to your to, to your athletes mm. and because because as the agent you do have some sort of influence over them particularly when you're dealing with young athletes. of course of course of course so they will listen to you you do have some influence over them so <laughs> if you say to them that um this guy um th- this guy will help you manage your your finances they are a professional they are this they are that they, they will help you with everything Mm. They are more. They are, they are. They are highly likely to 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 listen to you and to take heed of the advice. Not all the time, though. You know, especially no, absolutely. You, That's why I said highly likely with the ones with big egos. Because listen, before before the money starts coming in, yes, some, yeah. most of those kids are humble. But once you gotta you gotta remember, like when entering the NBA, and the guy let's say goes in the first round, that's a kid that's literally looking at signing a twenty million dollar contract. From yeah. the jump, so you literally go from zero to twenty million. <laughs> you, you, you to know, twenty million. You know, so some of those guys, their egos change overnight. And I mean, we've had this conversation so many times about you know the self versus ego, and you yeah. know that ego voice that yeah, you the king, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so so that's why Rich Paul doesn't try. He he tries to give them some sense of um um you know, accountability. Direction. Yeah. Yeah. So that he doesn't come across as, um, you know, their parent. More like a mentor than someone um, who's just constantly going to be ruining these guys' buzz. Because at the end of the day, he's like, you've earned this money. You put in the work. I'm just here to intermediate, you know, and make sure that um, you get what's, you know, what's due to you, what you're worth type of thing, you know? So yeah, so absolutely. Uh, look, you you're never going to be able to to catch everyone. There mm. will be those who are going to feel that maybe they know better, or that their dad knows better, or their uncle knows better. True, true, true. And and you know, there's nothing you can do about that. If a person feels that um somebody else that they know knows better, mm. that's you know, that's fine. But it is unfortunate because what often happens is that. The people that we look up to mm. often don't have the greatest relationship with 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 money themselves. That's true. Mm. Or mm. even that much exposure to the amount of money mm. that the athlete is then um, is then bringing in. Mm. 
mm-hmm. you understand? So mm-hmm. they might have been great with handling um, smaller amounts of Amount. money, mm-hmm. maybe. Mm-hmm. But then they could also very well get overwhelmed with the that, amount yeah. of money that the athlete brings in. And mm-hmm. it's so, so that's why for me, um, seeing a professional is always your best option. Yes, I agree. I always your best option because that person is 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 they they have the know how they've got the expertise mm-hmm. and they've got the experience of 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 what the be it what the markets do mm. or what what products are out there to 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 help people achieve their financial goals mm. but it's always it's always a professional who's got the full route because i mean and i know people always say yeah but i mean with with the internet now surely a person can do it themselves <laughs> well <laughs> well you see the problem with the internet is that there's so much information on the internet it's There's so much information, man. and I get overwhelmed by internet information. To exactly, be and sometimes you will find contradicting mm. information. Mm. Now, how do you know? How do which you know one which true. one? Mm. Is, yeah, to go with, and which one is true? And also, there's also um, fake news yeah. and all sorts of things. So, how do you know which one is the correct one? That is why there are people who study for this. That's true. No, that's true. So as to take away the burden and the admin from you, because if you are going to be doing it yourself, you need to be doing it at a full-time basis like mm-hmm. the experts do. Mm-hmm. And you've got, you've still got your own career mm-hmm. to, 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 to look out for. So that's... rather don't put that burden on yourself and go find a professional, a professional who knows their stuff and is doing, and, and is doing their, their job very well. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Okay, so um, so just to you know to to summarize it, so you're basically saying the best way that you know SA soccer players can change this trajectory is by um, partnering with um, a, a, like a financial planner, certified financial planner, a professional Absolutely. in the finance um, industry, so that they can also educate these guys about financial literacy. Like, is, is that what you're saying? that's what i'm saying but also they need to be careful so it, it, it you can't go as broadly as to saying or oh, someone in the finance industry okay. finance okay. industry is broad, it's broad. it is yeah, very broad yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. you you need someone who is dealing directly okay. with, with, with 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 personal finance and mm-hmm. cfp professionals mm-hmm. are the ones that are certified okay. to deal with people's personal finance okay Okay. Yes. All right. Okay. Not that. Thanks for that, Uluto. Um, and I know that from the the time I listened to the podcast episode you did, um, you know, where you were talking, uh, finance. Um, I think it was an old mutual podcast. I'm not sure. So you. Were, yeah. Yeah. So what you know what I was impressed about was the fact that you know you broke it down so simple, you know, so simple for for someone who you know probably has no clue about um, the industry. But the way you explained it was so simple. So just scenario, just a quick scenario. So yeah. I'm a 20-year-old kid. I've just signed a contract with either Supersport United or Sundowns or Orlando Pirates. And I'm like, you know what? I don't want to be a statistic, you know? Mm-hmm. So I consult with you, a, you know, a professional, um, a CFP. Like, what would you, what, what advice, just basic advice. Remember, I'm a 20-year-old kid who, Chances are, you know, I, I, I just have matric. So how would you simplify it for me? Just, just very um, simply put. Oh, so, so, so that question is, 
is is like asking how long is a piece of string. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, it so, it, right. it so, will absolutely depend on the uh, individual that okay. you are dealing with. And the like, goals. remember remember, I mentioned relationship with money? Mm, mm, mm. So that plays a huge, huge role in terms of how you, you advise somebody. So you, you've got to take the person into consideration. Okay. I could never come up with a, with, a, with a blanket or a vanilla approach for everybody. Mm, mm, it has mm. to be customized okay. to suit the individual. Okay. All right. I... It has to be customized to suit the individual. So, if if I were to tell you what I would do now, it means that I'm not taking the person, the into client, co- into okay. consideration. No, I, I I get it, I get it. So it, it always depends on the individual with their goals and everything, their relationship with with money and and all of that. Absolutely. So okay. what you what 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 a a reputable and a, and a, a credible financial mm. planner would do. They would get to know the person sitting in front of them first. Okay. Understand this person. Understand where they're coming from. Understand where they currently are. Understand mm-hmm. where they're trying to get to. Okay. Understand where the, what their relationship with money is. Mm-hmm. Understand because remember that there's there's financial psychology that is happening at any given time yeah. with a person. Mm-hmm. But also you can't really separate the money from the person. Mm-hmm. So rather than focusing on the money and what to do with the money, you look at the person. Who is this person? Where are they? Where are they trying to get to? What, what, what are their values? Mm. What do they value in life? And, and all of that. And that will then determine how you then approach this. And even then, the financial plan that you're going to create is one that you're going to co-create together with the client mm, rather mm, than mm. you coming with something and saying, this is what you need to do. You co-create it with them so that they are the ones that are selecting what is possible for them, what is not possible for them. Because you can come up with the greatest, greatest financial plan. Mm. If the client doesn't resonate with it, it's useless. It's not going to work. Okay. No, I, 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 yes. get, I get that. Okay. Thank you for that. Um, I'm sure, you know, football players that you know that follow the podcast they'll draw a lot of that that it, it, it at the end of the day it depends on them you know it it depends on them okay. it absolutely depends on them all right okay so next um we're going to play a little fun game um about you know uh the finance industry and investing pretty much okay. so within with this game there's no right or wrong it's just um it's basically like a preference sort of um, activity Okay. Okay. So number one, stocks, stocks and bonds, or real estate investment. Depends on the investment horizon. It depends <laughs> on, yeah. So it depends how long you want to invest for. Mm, okay. So if 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 I were to go, if I, if I wanted to go long term, I would probably, and by long term I mean anything more than ten years, I'd probably go um, stocks or shares, as we okay. call them in South Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, but but remember. Everything is dependent on my risk capacity. Um, okay, so number two was um, which, uh, which would you rather invest in, art or commodities? Um, once again, it will depend on the on the on the horizon, on the investment horizon. Um, but in terms of art, so art is an alternative um, investment choice. Um, option so I, I don't know look the ones that are, are genuine and the ones that are, will appreciate in value generally don't come around 
um, they don't come about very cheaply. Mm, mm, mm. So you 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 have to have very deep pockets mm. to be able to invest in art. So I think for more of a, a, an ordinary investor, mm-hmm. probably probably commodities is probably where you would sooner go unless you have longevity because if 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 you're talking about a new artist so i'm going back to the art Mm. if it's a new artist but you you are quite sure that you know this artist's um work is going to become quite big one day Mm. you could do it but then you just have to 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 know that you are in the in the in the waiting game that's true that's true okay for that okay that's true okay yeah. and then last Whereas one. commodity commodity is more volatile as in it changes way more frequently okay and but you also need to have the risk capacity mm. for that mm. so it also can't be something that you're trying to invest in for a year because in a year you are going to make more losses than you actually going to no, make that's true. that's true that's yeah true. yeah okay no fair enough okay uh last one would you rather get 10 million uh, 10 million rand or 10 million dollars now or 1 million dollars for the next 10 years or 1 million rand for the next 10 years i'll repeat that i'll repeat that <laughs> 10 million I, 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 rand I, I, or 10 million dollars okay let me let's say 10 million rand let's not use dollars yeah okay let's say 10 million rand today or yeah 1 million rand every year for the next 10 years which would you prefer i'd 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 rather prefer to get um 10 million right mm. now and then invest it in something that is going to 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 give great returns okay all right so you'd use rather than receive a million yeah which is yeah which which is the whole um because I, I mean, I think what I'd want to do is curb against inflation, right? Mm, mm, so mm, if mm. you're going to give me a million now and you're going to give me a million again mm. in a year's time, mm. the value of that money is not the same anymore. Mm, mm, that's true. So I'd rather get the full 10 million now and put it in in a high return investment. Mm, mm. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, this, this was actually one of the questions um, that was in the finance class I took when I was in front <laughs> <laughs> and I got it wrong. I was like, give me a meal every year. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, give me a meal every year. Yeah. And then the, the lecture was that, like, that meal is gonna, the problem is it's going to stay the same. Exactly. It, it, you're going to get 1 million and then you, you, are, you are able to buy less things in a year's time mm, than you were mm, this mm. year. Yeah. That's what the lecturer said. He was like, nah, take the full 10 so that you use the whole time value of money. Because yes. to me, get that meal every year something better. <laughs> <laughs> no, you definitely want time on your side to to give to give it a chance to grow. So oh. if you've got ten million, and ten million is a big is a big investment, mm-hmm. so it's bound to mm-hmm. yield some great returns mm-hmm. over a ten year period. Okay. Now, nah, thanks for that. Okay, so um, that's pretty much uh, the end of the activity. It's three questions I ask relating to the industry that the individual is in. Um, and yeah, just to get a chance to hear another person's perspective, you know. Okay. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you enjoyed that little activity. Okay. I did. Okay. Okay. And, uh, and then now for the next part, um, could you tell us a little bit about your um, incoming podcast? I know you and your partners um, um, are launching a podcast soon. Could you please tell us um, uh, what it's about? Obviously, I'm sure you don't want to give away too much, but just on the surface. 
Um, yeah, sure. I mean, I can, I can, I can give that. Um, so we are working on a podcast, which is actually designed to, 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 to educate or to, to improve people's financial literacy. Okay. And, but our, our focus is mainly how lifestyle affects your, your, your finances mm, 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 mm. because for the longest time and even in the industry you know um the, what the, when the industry um initiates something does something it's always mainly for the financial planners or the financial advisors mm. within the industry and mm. what is happening is that the market which is the general public mm. is getting left behind okay. because there isn't enough drive to to improve financial literacy and doing a whole lot more to to educate the market to improve financial literacy levels in south africa so mm. ours is primarily directed at 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 the end consumer basically and mm. to empower them to empower them to 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 make better financial decisions and to assist them in, think, in starting to think how they could create generational wealth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of the time what happens is that um, when, when, when there's a breadwinner, somebody's working and things are all good and well, oh, but, but yeah. then that breadwinner um, unfortunately dies mm. or becomes disabled even and they are no longer able to work, mm -hmm. then they are right back to, to the, uh, they're yeah. right back where they were. True. True. They're right back where they were. So you, you find you find it difficult to move out of the poverty cycle. Mm, 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 and mm. and even earn tremendous amounts of money, still mm. are able to find themselves back in that poverty. That's true. So That's true. It, it, it's just a matter of helping to get out of the poverty cycles and to to use certain wealth strategies. Okay. To be able to make sure that you have uplifted your 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 family and for generations to come um, out of that poverty cycle. Okay, now that's cool. And could you please tell us the name of um of the uh, the podcast of the podcast? Yeah, so so the name of the podcast is called Lifestyle Planning by Design. Lifestyle Planning by Design. Okay. Yes. Right. I will definitely so, be following. So it, we will have a podcast. We'll also have a blog mm. um, that, that we will be posting on um, quite frequently. We'll also have an ebook that mm -hmm. we will publish once a year. Okay. And we'll also have a magazine that okay. we'll probably do on a quarterly basis or so. But yeah, but um, keep a lookout. It's going to be something really wonderful. Okay. No, thanks for that, Muluita. And yeah, please. Once um, all, like, for example, the ebooks and everything drops, please uh, send us the names. We'll definitely promote on the podcast because, you know, um, finances, money is important, you know. And um, it is. yeah, with all the knowledge you guys have and the knowledge that you guys are willing to share, um, yeah, it would be good to make sure that it, you know, this reaches um, as many as plenty of people as possible and i mean as many you don't people have as possible athletes. yeah you know it could this is now this goes beyond athletics it doesn't matter what you know this could be a person who's employed any you know anybody who cares about changing Absolutely. their financial situation basically so 
Yeah, absolutely. Please, um, please yes, yeah, share the links and we will definitely promote on our podcast. Please. Thank you. And, right. and, I, and I'm so happy you invited me. You know, you know that my passion since 2011 has been to help soccer players. Yes, yes. That's you know, it's, another it's, reason why it's always like, been my okay, passion. Yes, this is the time to, to introduce you to, um, to, to your, you know, your, your, your market. Um, which is the one that you've been saying um, with passion that you want, um, you know, to change these guys' mentality in terms of how they are viewing finances. Because it's just currently the system that's designed for them is designed for them to fail and to be a laughing stock. And it gets to a point where it's not funny anymore, you know? It's not funny because it, it, it's, it's sad. It's, it's just sad. It's really it can't be funny, and it can't be, and and, and we can't we, we can't be thinking, oh well, they should have known better. No, no. how should they have how? known better? Because <laughs> how should they have known better? And but you know, a lot of the people that that is generally the the mentality that they have is that, yeah, it serves them right. They should have known better. And the reality is that we're not born with this kind of thing, and. Unless it is education that is purely directed at improving your financial literacy levels, no amount of education is going to help build that skill of money management. That's true. That is true. No amount of it. And people somehow think that doctors should know how to manage their money. How? When they studied that one. <laughs> they went to medical school, but they're not, they're not finance No, They're not finance, they're not finance people. Yeah. 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 No, not... That's true. All right. And then, um, so how can people reach you? Um, for example, you know, social media sites. Um, yeah. So how can people reach you? So currently, um, I'm reachable on uh, LinkedIn only. Oh. Okay. Um, once, once, my, once the podcast and everything else has started, we will have social media uh, handles on all social medias with the name of with the name um, lifestyle planning by design okay. but for now personally um contactable on my linkedin which okay. is all the way to masanabo cfp mba okay and okay. they will find me okay all right thanks thanks for all of this Manuletu. um and like i said thank you for coming and imparting knowledge um on you know the listeners and definitely on me as well you know i think you know this kind of knowledge is it's needed you know and i know we always have this conversation and you know we always agree that it's it's needed you know for so many um, individuals but um yeah so you know i know you've got a i'm, I'm sure you got a busy sunday you'd, you'd you'd rather do many things and you know spend your time with us on the podcast so are you kidding me a chance to talk to <laughs> soccer players is <laughs> or mainly soccer players is like the best thing that's ever happened to me but it's been nothing but a pleasure thank you so much for having me all right okay thank you very much man and um yeah so once the episode is done i'll make sure um i'll, I'll get on the editing tomorrow and once it airs i'll send you all the links and the banner as well so you can promote it and yeah okay. man, i hope this episode lands i hope it reaches the masses um but yeah currently we're doing very well in the south africa and ugandan market so it yo i'm so happy man to be doing well in two african markets like you have i'm no i'm happy for you you oh, thank you man thank i'm you. happy for you, you. a ma massive congratulations thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you 
All right, man. Um, have a good one. And uh, yeah, I'm sure we'll chat some more offline. All right. Thank you. You too. Take care. Bye. All right, and that was Mrs. Oluetu Masanabo. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed that, man. That was very informative. You know, um, I think learning about money, uh, learning about personal finance, financial planning, you know, those, you know, are crucial, 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 um, you know, skills to learn, you know, to be able to manage one's money and, you know, to sort of break the cycle. Um, yeah, and it was really, a, you know, an honor and a privilege to have her on. And um, like I said, if you guys want to reach out to her, um, we'll definitely have her LinkedIn um, profile link. We're going to put it on the description so that if you have any further questions, that, then you can get um, a hold of her. All right. And uh, yeah, man, so we're about to be out. And, um, you know, thanks to everyone who keeps supporting the podcast. Um, you can also support the podcast by getting our podcast merch. All right. Sports Biz. Um, I'll be sure to drop the link on the podcast description as well. So if you want to check it out, you can do that as well. All right. And I mean, I know in this episode, we didn't really talk a lot about the sports side of sports. But, you know, today's episode was needed because talking about the financial side of, you know, sports is actually very important because when it gets to the pros, it becomes more than just what happens on the field. You know, um, there's finance involved, you know, there's planning that needs to be done as well, you know, for professional athletes and entertainers, man, you know, the kind of money that these guys earn, um, it's almost sort of like a lottery effect, a lottery effect in, in terms of, you know, you get this money, not to say, oh, well, sometimes overnight and as, you know, um to said that what can sometimes happen is you know people become overwhelmed or they just can't comprehend um the responsibility that comes with um attaining so much money so soon you know all right so um yeah so we're about to be out of here um i hope everyone you know you have a good week um good evening good morning good night and yeah man i'll see you guys in the next episode all right. Remember our slogan for the show, man. We don't only talk sports. We lived it. All right. Take care. All right. So did you know that Sports Biz, from an agent's perspective, the podcast was actually parlayed from an ebook series? That is available on Amazon.com. I get. I bet you. I bet you guys didn't know this, but uh, yeah, that is the case. Um, so, when I started my journey as a sports agent, I told myself that you know what, I want to document this journey as it's actually happening. All right, and then that gave me the idea that you know what, to start an ebook series, and to just basically talk about my experiences um in sort of like an ebook series all right so the ebook series that um, we completed last year was season one four episodes of season one where basically you guys i talk about my journey in transitioning from being um an athlete from being a player 
to actually getting into the business side of professional sports. All right. I've always known that I wanted to be in the, um, the business of professional sports once I stopped playing, but I didn't know how. All right. I bet there's a lot of you know a lot of guys who are athletes or a lot of guys who are passionate about sports who actually want to become agents but they don't know how to become agents. Okay? This is where I recommend I recommend that you get um, my sports biz from an agent's perspective ebook series. All right? That series literally details everything, man. It details um, the process and it also details on how to get started, um, you know, when you just want to open up your own shop, your own agency, how to prospect for clients, all right? And also, um, I also tell stories about the transfer window and I also tell stories about just my life in Tokyo since I've been here, all right? Trust me, there's some epic stories that you would not want to miss that are over there. But um, all that aside, the most important information that is on there is literally about how to get started as a sports agent and just how to navigate this journey. Because I don't have a mentor. No one's mentoring me in this sports agency journey. It's literally um, through trial and error and it's literally just, you know, taking it day by day and going by instincts. Okay, so make sure you get the ebook series, man. Sports Biz from an agent's perspective, ebook series. All right, um, and I wish you guys well on your journey, man. I wish you well on your agent's journey. For any agent that's looking to come into the game, or for any sports enthusiast that's looking to come into the game, I wish you nothing but luck. Make sure you get the ebook series. <laughs> just kidding, man. But yeah, I just thought I would um, tell you guys about it because a lot of guys told me that they didn't know that my podcast was parlayed from an, um, an ebook series. All right. There was even a press release. There was even like it was also in the media as well um, because my podcast has just been catching on so much popularity here in Asia and in the African continent. And then the one person just contacted me and was like, listen, I saw sports biz from an agent's perspective on Amazon. Was this a book? I was like, yep, it was first a book before I made it into a podcast. So anyway, I thought I'd share that little story. And uh, yeah, man, I hope you guys go out and get it. I definitely recommend it and you won't be disappointed. Many more seasons are coming as well. All right. Cheers. So, are you an athlete? Are you a coach? And are you a sports team looking to advertise your roster spot within your team? I'm glad you know you answer these questions because there is a platform where you can do these things. All right. Introducing to you Limitless Athlete Membership. Now, what is Limitless Athlete Membership? Limitless Athlete Membership is a social network platform where professional or semi-pro or amateur players, coaches and teams can all um, sign up and interact with each other and basically connect with each other. 
right? Limitless Athlete is a platform that allows all three parties to basically interact and connect without the intermediation of an agent. So this means that simply by signing up for free on the platform, athletes are able to connect with teams and negotiate their own contracts. Coaches are also able to connect with teams and negotiate their own contracts as well. Teams, the benefit for teams is that teams can sign up, create a profile, advertise themselves, and also if they need extra advertising, they can get in touch with the platform support where they too can also promote the team's roster spots and give them maximum advertising. I definitely recommend this platform because, you know, with the way the world is going today and with so many, you know, footballing vacancies all over the world, there simply aren't enough agents to make all the transfers. So that is why we created this platform to enable teams to be able to recruit uh, locally and internationally and also to give athletes and coaches a chance um, to take their careers you know in their hands and to take control of their careers so if you want to access the platform you can get it at www.limitlessathlete.net that is www.limitlessathlete.net I will also include the link on the description of the podcast below. All right. So if you're a professional player, a semi-pro player, or an amateur player looking for an opportunity, you can sign up for free on the platform and create a profile. Make sure to include images of yourself and your video footage. Same as if you're a coach. Make sure to sign up for free and include details of yourself your playing CV, and also images and maybe videos you might use to coach. Many coaches do it nowadays where they upload videos to showcase their skills. And if you're a team looking to advertise, make sure you get in touch with the platform support. And I'll say the website one more time. It is www.limitlessathlete.net. And then for coaches and players looking to better themselves off the field, there is an online digital marketing course which is available on the platform. On the digital marketing course, uh, learners can learn how to do things like web designing, social media marketing and social media content creation, learning about Google ads, learning about search engine optimization, which is a crucial skill to help your website rank higher on search engines. Learners are also able to learn web design with uh, building a streaming platform. So this literally means that you could learn how to build your own Netflix or your own YouTube or streaming platform. All right, so these are the additional benefits of um, using a platform like Limitless Athlete Membership. I definitely encourage it. I wish when I was a professional and semi-pro athlete that I had had a platform like this, which basically serves as a mentorship and something that helps me to better myself off the field. And then the last additional benefit that's been included in the platform is that we now invite corporations 
who want to list uh, job vacancies to please sign up on the platform as well and use our off the field job board. This is for corporations that are looking to hire retired or active athletes. All right. So I hope, um, yeah, I hope if you're, if you're a player, if you're a coach um, and also a team that's looking to market themselves, this is the best platform for you. And all these services can be done without the intermediation of an agent. You just simply click on the website. There's a how to video, how to use a website. And from there on, you can take control of everything. This is basically a tool that gives power back to the athletes, coaches, and teams. All right. So I hope you guys become members. Good luck on your sporting journey and give it all. Thank you.